0: The Seattle Kraken, on January 20th, 2023, are your number one team in the Pacific Division. Let's talk about how we got there on this Friday episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to the Friday edition of Locked on Kraken, your daily podcast covering the number one team in the Pacific Division, the Seattle Kraken. I am your host, as always, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you so much for those who joined us on playback last night. And you know, right before Andre Burakovsky got that game-winning goal, I was shouting on playback as we were watching live go get this win boys go get this win and win we did that's right andre burakovsky gets the game winning goal he was not a man of many words but what is there to say when the seattle kraken are rolling nevertheless let's take you to andre burakovsky immediately following yesterday's 4-3 overtime win over the red hot new jersey devils
1: I want to win the game, and um, whoever scores or whatever, I'm happy for for them, and I'm happy for the team. Uh, tonight, um, I was I was the lucky guy that I got it done in OT. And uh, I mean, for me, uh, I don't really focus on um, shooting mentality or passing mentality. i I'm trying to just read the game and see who has the best chance to score the goal uh, when we're on the ice. And um, a lot of times, I, I think my uh, my line is has uh, better chance than, than me in some situations, and then I won't just give him the pocket. It's good. Thank there you. Thanks,
0: go. thanks, thanks. you there. thanks. Not a man of many words. Andre Burakovsky officially gets the game-winning goal in this one. He was not, of course, the only goal scorer. Ryan Donato, Ronnie boy, and we're going to hear from him shortly. But he actually got things going for the Seattle Kraken as they get this win at home. Against again a red hot New Jersey Devils team. Now, before we get into the Seattle Kraken, I I think it you have to put this into context. The New Jersey Devils played a fantastic game, and at times I was worried that the New Jersey Devils were actually going to find their way to outplay the Seattle Kraken. It felt watching this game again we watched live on playback we'll have some more playback watch parties so stay tuned for that but um watching this game it felt that the momentum was building and swelling and rolling over for the New Jersey Devils and if you look at how this game played out that's what transpired the Seattle Kraken give up a late goal and uh you know they give up a goal to Nico Hischier uh, at 18:46 mark in the third period, that is what tied the game. Brandon Tanev had scored, assisted by Donato and Gord. And then I mentioned that Ryan Donato, he scored the only goal in the first period, and he scored the opening goal in the second. Uh, Severson also scored. I uh, mentioned Tanev scored. So um, this was a back-and-forth game. And when Dave Haxtell stepped to the microphone post-game, the first word was, It was part of a phrase, technically. The first phrase that he said was just resilience. That's how he characterized this win, and I agree. He also mentioned that the team played like they were getting their energy back. And I was in the playback room, and I said, this team looks better. They look well-rested. So much of the pregame and even talking on playback, we mentioned the Seattle Kraken looks so fatigued in the, their last two games, their last two losses. And nobody is willing to use that as an excuse for losing those games. But as Eddie Olchek said, it's not an excuse. It's just a fact. And you don't play at your top capacity when you're tired. You give 100% of 80%. You give 100% of 75%. But sometimes that 75 80% is not enough to win games in the National Hockey League. A lot of times it's not, especially around this time of the year. We're on our way to all-star break, and there's a lot riding on things. We've got free agency coming up. We've got coaches being fired. We've got injuries. We've got people coming back from injuries, as was the case with Edmonton the other night. There's a lot going on. So there's no time to be tired. It sounds brutal. It sounds harsh. But that's why you have to manage some of the fatigue factor early on. And so, okay. Maybe I can scale it back and say to Dave Haxel, maybe I was wrong about practice. Are we talking about practice? Yeah, I'm leaving room for that, but also practice is critically important early on because you know what you're not going to do in the middle of the season when the fatigue and the legs are really setting in, you're not going to practice. Am I right? I know it. So anyway, Uh, The New Jersey Devils didn't get their first goal until the second period. The Seattle Kraken strike first. Both teams score in the second frame, and then the Devils get two up on the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken did get that one, and then it's overtime by Andre Burakovsky. You heard from him, a man of few words, but he talked about his line, the lines for the Seattle Kraken. Now, this is something that's been interesting. We're going to hear from Ryan Donato shortly, but... The Seattle Kraken have been forced to mix things up, including we saw Kale Flurry crack the lineup. But uh, I'll give you these lines real quick. Your top line yesterday was Andre Burakovsky on your left wing, Maddie Beniers and Jordan Everly. So we know those guys have been together. Then on the left wing on the second line, you had Ryan Donato, Alex Wenberg and Jared McCann. And again, you'll hear from Donato in a little bit talking about the chemistry with he and Jared McCann. Then on the third line, Ellie Tolvanen, Yanni Gord and Oliver Bjorkstrand, Brandon Tanev, Morgan Geeky, and Daniel Sprong for your fourth line. Your defenseman, things switched up a little bit here. Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, that's the same. Alexiak Borgen, good to go. Carson Soucy, Kale Flurry. We had not only jo- Justin Schultz out, But Jaden Schwartz has been out. That's why we see Geeky and Donato drawing in. You know, I love to see Donato on that second line. He had two goals in this game. You know why? Because he loves us more than he loved all the rest. Make this his forever home. You know we want him. Let's get it done. Martin Jones was in net. Philip Grubauer available as backup wasn't necessary. Speaking of Martin Jones... Pushed aside 25 of 27, excuse me, shots at even strength. Was perfect on the power play. One shorthanded goal for the New Jersey Devils. Overall, a 900 save percentage. 27 of 30 pushed aside for Martin Jones, your first star of the week. Not an all-star, though. All-star ballots are in. The fan vote is in. Uh, love to see, Sor- uh, Sorokin, right. The goaltender that we saw from the Islanders, Austin Matthews was on that list. Uh, you know, you had a, a handful of players around the league, so good on them. We know we'll be watching out for Maddie Beniers and I will be in Florida and around some of the activations for all-star weekend. We'll get into that once we get a little bit closer to the time, but coming up next Unlocked on Kraken. Not only do I want you to hear from Ryan Donato, who scored two goals about his chemistry with uh, Jared McCann, but he also had a really important message to send back to his hometown. If you were watching on playback, you probably heard me say, Look at Ryan Donato. He's praying. He's praying. He's always been very open about his faith. He was praying right before he hit the ice and then hearing his comments after the game put that into context a little bit more and perhaps why it was a little bit more noticeable. Some of the prayers that he was saying pregame that's coming up on this episode, this Friday episode of Locked on Kraken. Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bilt Bar. If you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Bilt Bar. We just go through, we just got through the holidays and I'm sure like a lot of you, you're focused on your nutrition, your health, your energy, making sure you're not hangry or is that, is that just me? Either way, Built Bar is your go-to source, healthy and tasty and you won't think they're good for you, but they are. And that is because... First of all, on the tasty side, it's 100% covered in real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. But then you get only 130 calories with only 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein on your average build bar. And we used to tell you to go to Bilt.com, get your favorite selection, use LOCKED15 for the promo code. Well, you can still do that. And you can head over to Walmart or Sam's Club. At Walmart, you can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, yum, one of my favorite, or the coconut puffs. If you head over to Sam's Club, you can find the 13-bar box with Hit Flavor's brownie batter, oh my goodness, and the churro flavor. You can thank me later, fans, and as I always say, happy snacking. Thanks as always for making Locked on Crack a part of your daily routine. Missed a few days here. I have some fantastic news that I'm working on, almost finalized, and I promise I will share it with you. I'm so glad for your patience. Also on a personal note, I had a good friend in town and wanted to take some time to catch up. It's not very often people visit me here in the middle. So uh, that was really nice, but we are back in action. I was with you on playback. We were watching this game live. It, if you can even imagine this, I actually missed both Ryan Donato goals. I was busy. I was a little tired, not even going to lie. And, uh, you know, I, I zoned out for uh, the, the Donny boy goals and the of goal, but I did not miss the overtime goal. I was trying to drink as much uh, water and stuff to keep me awake uh, for this one because it was a good one. Scrapped it out. I don't think we played our best. Uh, and I was asked about this in playback. I got to see arguably our best game as a franchise, and that was against Boston. We were buzzing, and so was Boston. In this game, I do think that even though we had a pretty solid start, that, again, the New Jersey Devils, they just kept leveling up and elevating their play to the point where they overtook, uh, or I shouldn't say overtook, but they... um, were able to equalize, get that equalizer late in the game. That could have been a dagger in the coffin. But this is why I know our team was better rested. They were able to grind out the win. You heard Andre Burakovsky. He's all business. He wasn't talking about, you know, he knew we needed a win. And that's exactly what you heard also from from Dave Haxel after the game, saying these close games – are games that the Seattle Kraken absolutely have to be comfortable playing in, and they have to figure out who's going to be the next guy up to get the win. But as I mentioned, it wasn't all business for Ryan Donato. He is going to talk a little bit about, again, his chemistry with Jared McCann, what it meant for him and this team to get this win, coming into the lineup and playing significant minutes on that second line. And then he had a special message for a family back home. And part of the reason why he was really locked in and focused and he dedicated his game yesterday to a family going through tragedy back home in Massachusetts. Here's Ryan Donato. No, it's definitely
1: track. huge. We got these last couple of games before, before all-star break. So <laughs> Uh, ending on the right note is definitely huge. Uh, I mean, we're playing against good teams and not every point matters now. I think we climbed to the top of the standings in our division this, uh, that game. Um, but, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of teams trying to knock us off the top, so I think uh, winning those games is huge.
0: You guys had 40 shots on GoldenEye, more than 70 shot attempts. Just what was working so well offensively for your group?
1: I think we are doing a good job coming back. Um, I think we kept it simple. Our deer getting pucks to the net whenever they can. Uh, even if they're not on the perfect lane, they're trying to... Throw some garbage to the net, and uh, you know sometimes uh, good things happen. And then you do that, those type of
0: things. The Boston game was a test for you guys. How big a test do you look at a team like that playing a team like New Jersey? Yeah,
1: yeah. it's a huge test. I mean, they're a great team. Uh, obviously, I mean, look at the standings. They don't. Uh, you can't fool anybody in this league. Uh, if you're winning games, obviously you're a good team. And uh, I mean, they have a lot of talent over there for sure.
0: Hey Ryan, you've probably played with more line mates than anybody on this team. You and McCann seem to have a little something going.
1: Yeah. No, on and off the ice, I think we got some chemistry. Uh, He's a great guy, uh, very easy to play with, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of great players in this team, and uh, yeah, we're gelling uh, up and down the lineup for sure. Ryan, you look at a night like tonight, I mean, no so long season, but you tied the win total you had from last season. What's it like to do this knowing, especially on a night like this, you're getting contributions from everyone. Guys who weren't here last year are making those contributions. Guys who were here last year are doing it, and it's this overall effect that you just guys didn't have last year. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, I don't know where we were at this point last year in points-wise, but it goes to show that, uh, I mean, we took a big step as a team and as an organization, and that special feeling, uh, I just want to talk about one thing real quick. It's kind of personal, but uh, there's a kid that passed away back home in, in Bristol. Uh, I think it was Bristol Agricultural School. Um, he was really young. He was junior in junior high school. His name's Dylan Quinn. Uh, I just want to say, uh, give a little shout-out to his little brother, Connor. Uh, he definitely felt uh, Dylan with me tonight, and, uh, yeah. Yeah
0: donato talking about a lot of things there but we ended the clip with him mentioning um dylan quinn dylan quinn from massachusetts um 16 years old was riding in a pickup truck uh, bringing breakfast to a friend's house when they crashed Uh, dylan whose friend was at the wheel is still in the hospital but dylan passed away um And so just wanted to honor, as did Ryan Donato, Dylan, and of course the Quinn family. Uh, Ryan Donato also shouted out his brother, uh, who's, uh, you know, obviously Dylan is survived by his brother. So um, again, Ryan Donato, class act, up and down, uh, talked about his chemistry on and off the ice with Jared McCann. And uh, just, again, what it takes for this team to win and that they're getting contributions from everywhere. So you yeah, absolutely love it. Um, I got a message from one of our locked on hosts, uh, Seth Tuple, who just says he really is enjoying watching his favorite Pacific Division team. That would be us. Is this that make him a, uh, you know, a bandwagoner probably, but uh, either way we'll take it. the Seattle Kraken at the top of the Pacific division standings as we head nearer to the all-star break coming up next on locked on Kraken. Let's take you to what the next handful of games are looking like for the Seattle Kraken and just, you know, take another look at these standings and put into context what it's really been like for this team uh, to get where they are comparative to where we were last year. Uh, It is Friday Friday, Happy Friday, Seattle Kraken fans. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We're back in action. We're back into the swing of things. And, hey, it's a game day on Saturday, so we are going after it. We are getting after it, the Seattle Kraken team. And, uh, you know, we know we have some injuries. Mentioned Schwartz and Schultz are out. We saw that Fleury was able to make the lineup. Donato and Morgan Geeky in the lineup mentioned that. And it's all cylinders clicking, really. For this Seattle Kraken team. Let's just take a look at the standings because it's also pretty. The Seattle Kraken at the top of that list. We are 27 14 and 4, 58 points on the season, matching our win total from last year 6 4 4 win percentage. I told you we needed to be a 500 or better team, and we're doing it. Vegas, we knocked out Vegas from that number one spot. And we have a game in hand, so that's good. Los Angeles in that third place space spot. Edmonton in fourth. Didn't like how we played against Edmonton. Didn't like it. Uh, Edmonton is a team that is sneaky and scary. On Tuesday or Wednesday on Locked on NHL, they did the Pretenders Contenders. Is the Seattle Kraken uh a contender for this year are we the real deal it was interesting to hear some of the comments and people thinking that with vegas's injuries um is that going to make them a little bit more difficult or make the road for them a little bit more difficult but i think dane said it best and he's absolutely right we're in first place right now and dave Haxtel said that he attributes that to the work ethic and the number one thing for the seattle kraken who are your number one team in the Pacific Division. Is the work ethic? That's what Dave Haxtel said. But can we maintain that number one spot? That's the question. I know Dave Haxtel, he told me he didn't challenge his team. He did, he challenged them. He didn't challenge the team. Okay. He just questioned whether they had what it takes and if they were going to commit to do what it takes to make the adjustments necessary to be a real contender. I think we're seeing it. It's growing pains. We're having growing pains in the middle of the season. Not as bad as what I thought the early part of the season. We just looked great in preseason and then we looked really bad to start the regular season. I think we got some of that out of our system. The last two losses we're tired. Those are, you know, losses that are going to come. Uh, but I don't think there were too many breakdowns necessarily. So, um, I like this. I like this moment for us, Seattle. I think we can really show what kind of team we're going to be. Does that mean we stay in first? I don't know. Does that mean we make the playoffs this year? I don't know. But damn, if it's not exciting. And we have to see what happens at the trade deadline. I do think we will be active at the trade deadline. I kind of hope we'll be active at the trade deadline. We'll see what happens. Um, You know, we brought Hayden up. So with Fleury in the lineup, with uh, uh, Schultz and Schwartz out, Schwartz in particular talking about those defensemen. Um, well, I, I should say talking about Flurry as a defenseman and uh, Hayden as a forward. Still think we need help on defense, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's exciting, though. Uh, let's talk about, though, what the rest of the schedule looks like the rest of the way. We've got the big bad Colorado Avalanche coming into town. And uh, they are 4-5-1 in their last 10, but on a three-game win streak. We are 8-2-0 on a one-game win streak. Uh, They are 23-17-3 overall on the season. Last time we played was October 21st. And we got a pretty nice win, a 3-2 win, but it was a close win. Dave haxtel has been talking about those close wins. We'll see what we can do. They have the advantage in the power play. They have the advantage in the penalty kill and face-offs. They also let up fewer goals with 2.79 per game, while we let up 3.13. We, though, score more uh, with 3.67 goals for fourth overall. So... What are we going to get? Well, let's see. We want to make sure we're maintaining uh, the series. Uh, We have another game with them March 5th. So we want to win this out. No splits. No splits here. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. That's on January 21st tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, a.k.a. 7 p.m. Pacific time. So we will not have a show after this, but we will be locked on, if you will the Seattle Kraken. Um, But what else have we got? Of course, the Colorado Avalanche, just mentioned that. And then this is the one I want. This is the one I want, people. Vancouver on the 25th. I want this win. I want this win. We'll have some rest after Colorado. I want this win. Then we have back-to-backs, Calgary and Columbus on that Friday, Saturday, to close out January, the first month of 2023. Let's get it, boys. I want these wins. Let's get it. We've already matched our wins from last season. Let's get it. We are contenders. We are not pretenders. Let's get it. Can you tell I'm fired up? Can you tell I'm worked up? I'm ready to hold fast. I'm ready to stay true. And I'm ready to root by saying, let's go Kraken!" I also want to remind you to be kind to yourselves and to each other over the weekend and always. So we'll catch you back here on Monday's episode of locked on Kraken. Uh, we still have that JT Brown interview. We're probably going to do that on uh Tuesday and, uh, we had fun talking to JT Brown on the road at that Boston game. It was a lot of fun, baby. I'm not even going to lie. It's so bright over here. Holy cannoli. All right. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, so it's going to be a fun week. We'll be back in the swing of things. But get some rest over the weekend. I hope to get some rest over the weekend. And we will be back at it on Monday, hopefully. <clears throat> and we will be back at it on Monday, hopefully talking about another Seattle Kraken win, this time over the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. Until then, have a great weekend. Peace.